0: Hey, everybody, I'm Greg. And I'm Dave. Welcome to the Greg and Dave Show, episode 17. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, to watch us, to spread the word about us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget to reach out to us at the Greg and Dave Show at Outlook.com. The Greg and the letter N is a November Dave Show at Outlook.com. Let's see. The Daily Signal. Uh, I picked this out because I've never heard about it, and I don't think anybody else has. Uh, Singapore, with the world's freest economy, stands as America's indispensable foreign policy partner. By Anthony B. Kim. This is from March 1st, so I'd be surprised if any of you heard about it. Singapore shines again. The Heritage Foundation's 2023 Index of Economic Freedom just came out as sound economic governance and resilient competitiveness both characteristics are anchored in the rule of law limited government regulatory efficiency and market openness it has instituted excuse me it has institutionalized an open and corruption-free environment stable prices and a per capita gross domestic product that is higher than that of most other developed countries. (laughs) 5,000 American companies operating in Singapore. As the global economy faces new challenges from expanding Chinese influence, a free and open Singapore matters more than ever to America and the world. So the Libs must not know about this because they Uh, would be down there making quick work of destroying that economic economy. Anyway, when you click on the show notes, it uh, talks about country rankings of the world's freest economies. What would you rank the U.S.?
1: Right now? Mm -hmm. Economy? Say one out of a hundred. One out of a hundred. I would say probably 45. So
0: when you look at this chart, the different categories are labeled. This first category is called free, F-R-E-E, free. It lists four countries, Singapore being number one, Switzerland being number two, Ireland being number three, and Taiwan being number four, but we don't know how long Taiwan will hold that record because they're about to get invaded then you go down to the next section, and it says, it's labeled as mostly free. And number 25 is the U.S. Huh. And what's embarrassing about that is that Canada is ranked number <laughs> 16. Wow.
1: That, that is embarrassing. So No th- offense to Canadians, man, but yeah. your country sucks. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the
0: United Arabs. Rank higher than the U.S. Yeah, Clearly, Czech Republic. I mean, it's, it's it's South Korea. It's
1: anyway. You should look at this. It's amazingly that's, sad. Yeah, that that's. Int- I I never heard about Singapore. No, and I actually had to look it up to see where Singapore is, man. <laughs> so, um, it's a secret from the libs. So it, it, sh- yeah, man. Uh, that is crazy. You know what? Those countries all have in common. The four that you mentioned, uh, what is it, uh, Switzerland, Yeah. Uh, I, Ireland, um, Singapore, and what was the fourth one? Um, Swiss- Taiwan. Taiwan, yeah. They're all small countries. Yeah. Go yeah, figure. There <laughs> might be something to that. Might have to invest
0: in uh, Singapore. Or move. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is uh, Nolte. Let's see, Breitbart by John Nolte, March fifteenth. fact checkers busted again, Biden seeks to eliminate 96% of gas stoves. Uh, let see, it's a backdoor ban by way of outrageous regulations, only 4% of gas stoves will meet. And it's being done not through democracy and our electoral representatives, but by fascist bureaucrats in the Department of de Energy. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission plans to take action to address the pollution which can cause health and respiratory problems. So everything, every regulation, every freedom taken is always in the name of safety, and the name of health, and it's what's best for you in the country. The crooked fact-checkers went to work to, number one, Say there is no ban. Number two, smear those of us reporting the truth about the ban and as conspiracy theorists. Uh, for example, uh, factchecker.org. The Biden administration is not planning to ban gas stoves. <laughs> Reuters fact-check. Nationwide bans of gas stoves are not going to be introduced imminently. Okay, USA Today fact-check. The claim. The Biden administration wants to ban gas stoves. The rating, false. Snoops. Is Biden administration banning gas stoves? Answer, false. Polito fag. I mean, political fag. The White House is not banning gas stoves and ovens. And then, what always happens? Happens again. So, the theory turned out to be true. The right-wing conspiracy theory. All these conspiracy theories always seem to turn out to be true. So now we're going to go down a list of things that you've heard and just kind of refresh your memory about the BS from the left. Remember when the COVID lab leak theory was a lie coming from racists? Remember when it was crazy to believe the Obama administration spied on then-candidate Donald Trump? Remember when Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation? Remember when Trump colluded with Russia? Remember when it was homophobic to say gay marriage would open a Pandora's box? And now it's homophobic to point to the Pandora's box of drag queens and gay porn in elementary schools. Remember when the media went from critical race theory is not being taught in schools to critical race theory should not be banned in schools. Alright, and in case that didn't jar your memory, here's some more. Russia collusion hoax, hands up, don't shoot hoax, Jesse Smollett hoax, Covington KK kids hoax, very fine people hoax, seven hour gap hoax, global warming hoax, Russian bounties hoax, Trump trashes troops hoax, policemen killed at mostly peaceful January 6th protests hoax, Rittenhouse hoax, eating wild black hoax, border agents whipping illegals hoax, NASCAR noose hoax, the Georgia Jim Crow 2.0 hoax, Trump assaulted secret service agents and grabbed the steering wheel hoax. Uh, Frame MAGA for alleged Paul Pelosi assault narrative. Remember that one? So, what's the difference between a corporate media fact checker who tells the truth and Bigfoot? Answer There's evidence Bigfoot exists.
1: But with that uh that gas stove thing, they they engage in a lot of semantics because they say, Well, here's not the government is not banning stove. But which technically might be true, but what they are essentially doing is forcing them out of the marketplace Mm -hmm. with these regulations like you said that only four percent of of stoves meet today so imagine those regulations go into place 96 percent of stoves out there can't get repaired they're gonna have to be replaced uh, which is insane and may or may not know they already do that today I had my (coughs) my uh, AC units serviced not too long ago Um, my units are five years old, and they're obsolete. And, w- and when I say obsolete, like, they can't sell them anymore because of regu- they don't meet the regulations. So imagine having a, a unit that's five years old that you can't do anything with. And um, to get it replaced, a uh, single unit, you're looking at anywhere around 15000 20000 Which is insane. So, that is how these people operate. Um, Washing machines are on the list, too. Um, And that is what is in effect today. So, don't think that this regulation is a stretch or beyond the pale. It absolutely is not because they have that in play as we speak. Mm -hmm. Keep voting, Democrat. All right, this is from
0: <coughs> Professor Jonathan Turley, March 17th, Kitchen Bull Connors. Professor denounces cleanliness as sexist and racist. So this is Professor Drenton. Uh, this is what Professor Drenton says. Cleanliness has historically been used as a cultural gatekeeping mechanism to reinforce status distinctions. Based on a vague understanding of niceness. Nice people with nice yards and nice houses make for nice neighborhoods. (laughs) What lies beneath the surface of this anti-messiness, pro-niceness stance is a history of classist, racist, and sexist social structures. Wow. I
1: just took a show, man. Like, literally. Well, it
0: gets better. (laughs) Professor Drenton calls this pantry porn. That's right. Pantry porn. So, just when you thought it couldn't get any wacko, more wacko, there you go. Professor Drenton says, cleanliness is racist. Have you
1: heard of Afro? Afro. That's the name, Afro. Play on the word afro. Mm. They have done a research study. And have deemed that coffee is racist. Because of its colonial mm-hmm. roots. <sighs> and... And the clothes you're wearing are racist
0: because they're made out of cotton. And we all know where how cotton got picked.
1: Owning a car and driving to work and school is also racist Mm -hmm. by the same study What no that was in salon that um what is it there's a magazine publication yeah salon owning a car is racist because minorities who live in the cities can't afford cars um it's uh Status quo, uh, according to Kitchen... Kitchen bowl that's his name? Kitchen Bull. Yeah. <laughs> kitchen Bull. Uh. Bolshevik, you know. <laughs> <Anyway>. But, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think someone needs to have an itemized list. And it's probably going to have to be a living document because they come up with this stuff uh, every day. All right? But, interestingly enough, I I, I thought that they were against cars. So they're saying that people that live in cities uh, are lower income and they can't afford cars. That's their plight in life because of this racist structure that exists. So they're saying that's bad that these people can't afford cars. But yet they want to make you feel guilty about driving a car to go live in the same environment that they're decrying as now, if y'all can keep track of this stuff man help me out man <laughs> because, <laughs> because this stuff is off the walls man um, this next one
0: is by Peter Halligan Peter Halligan, March 17th uh, the title really says it all another week another 43 Americans reported dead to VAE So, there's a lot of mumble jumbo science stuff in here. I'm just going to pull out this one thing, but you can click on the show notes to learn more. The number of dead over the last two years of 17,000 is equivalent to one jumbo jet with 300 people on board crashing every two weeks. Did you catch that? The number of dead over the last two years of 17,000 is equivalent to one jumbo jet with 300 people on board crashing every two weeks with the FAA saying nothing to see here move along uh, so there's another one note that 70% of the world's 8 billion people have now received at least one dose but that's uh. it man get, get, you look into that there's a lot of more detailed sciencey stuff in there but, you know, you know, it's the usual uh, cover-up. <clears throat> this one I'm pretty sure everybody's heard about. Um, and if you watch the video, it, it, makes me just, it just makes me insanely angry. conservative judge abused at Stanford Law School, say, protesters told him they hoped his daughters would be raped. As it's revealed, they were angry at him for misgendering transgender pedophile. So this guy has been convicted of pedophilia, and he's got a pronoun thing going for him, and this uh, conservative judge didn't go along with it. And so these Stanford Law School students are tripping. He's a Fifth Circuit Judge, Stuart Kyle Duncan, 51, was asked, asked to give a speech at Stanford. This is by Elisa Guzman for DailyMail.com. And it's uh, March 18th. So he was appointed by Donald Trump. Stanford Law School's website touts collegial culture. He was warned prior to his arrival that there may be protesters and the school had to allow it, but reassured him they were on top of it. If there, were any dis- if there was any disruption, the school would handle it, he was told, but Duncan said that didn't happen. Students stormed into the classroom with signs reading, Fed Suck and Trans Lives Matter. To heckle him about his judicial decision in the case of U.S. versus Warner, a federal prisoner serving a term of attempted receipt of child pornography, petitioned our court to, to order that he be called a feminine pronouns, that he be called by feminine pronouns. <coughs> uh, quote, the Federals, okay, so. This is the judge. He's getting he's talking and they're speaking they're speaking out of turn and they're shouting these things as he's talking. So I'll, I'll just read it as an example. The Federalist Society, you suck. Is pleased to welcome Judge Kyle Duncan. You're not welcome here. We hate you. He was appointed by President Trump to the United States Court of Appeals for the 5th Circuit. Embarrassing and so on. So that, that's how the his, his, he was invited there to speak, and that's how he was treated. And if you watch the video, it'll make you throw up. And th- these are your kids uh, going to these schools that you're paying for and why. We, we've been <coughs> saying for the longest time, stop sending your, your kids to these schools. Stop wasting your money. Oh, my gosh. They're all, they're, so they're not learning law. They're learning mambi Pamby stuff. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, uh,
1: they they no issue uh, with the the guy. Exactly. With the crime that he's just been mm-hmm. found guilty of. Right. No issue with that. Yeah. Okay. But he Man. wasn't uh, using proper pronouns,
0: and that matters to these. Up and coming law students.
1: Incredible.
0: Uh, This one's from Epic Times. It says, home surveillance cameras pose privacy risks. Data leakage by hacking. I thought this one was interesting because everybody's, you know, buying all these cameras for their homes. Uh, This is by Rita Hong, Danny Tang, and Nathan Amory, March 19th. The Hong Kong Consumer Council tested the cybersecurity of 10 home surveillance cameras on the market and found that only one model complied with the European cybersecurity standard. At the same time, the other nine posed vicious cybersecurity concerns, including the transmission of videos and data without encryption and failure to defend against brute force attacks by hackers to crack passwords. So here's the 10 models of home surveillance cameras tested were priced between $269 and $1888. All providing two-way audio, motion detection, night vision. So we have Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, voice control. The models tested were from Arlo, Xiaomi, Emu, TP-Link, Bots Lab, Ufi, Ezviz, SpotCam, D-Link, and link.
1: And for those of you that can't keep track of that, it, all of these cameras or devices have uh, something in common. They're pretty much plug and play. They're in an open circuit. What that means is, you take it out the box, you connect it to your Wi-Fi network at home, and that's it. It's connected. Um, so with that being the case it technically is an open source because it's just like any other device added it asks permission for your network and you grant it so the same way a bad actor from the outside if they have enough skill and know-how they can get in there just as easily yeah so what you want to consider it might cost you a little more um, as a system but you want to get something that is a, like a closed circuit um, where everything is locked into a specific system uh, it, it is not Wi-Fi based, I mean it will leverage your Wi-Fi but it can't operate without Wi-Fi uh, should it go down uh, that's a closed system, uh, that is uh, your best bet uh, with making sure that your, your uh, system is as secure as it can be yeah. food for thought yeah, he knows this is what he does for a living.
0: <laughs> so four models tested did not use what's called secure real-time transport protocol, SRTP, and live streaming, which could provide data encryption and message authentication. Instead, they used the less secure and unencrypted real-time transport protocol, or RTP. Uh, the four models, the EMU, the TP-Link, is this and D link are the ones? Uh, so let's see if I can break this down for you. Each time a user logs in to connect to the camera, there's a conversation key, let's call it, that's equivalent to a temporary password to be used. Okay, so after the conversation, you log back out a properly set up system will delete that password and that password that you just used will no longer be effective and you have to, it'll be a new password that's issued for the next one so let's see samples of bootslab SpotCam, RealLink. Uh, they all have the same conversation key so in other words you log in check some stuff log out and at that time when you you could ha- you'd have to log in with a different conversation key if it's properly set up but this conversation key never changed in other words the password never changed and so it's easily hackable uh, consumers should avoid purchasing products without a brand name or from unknown sources and in this article they also talk about uh, coming up with a real password something other than your dog's name or your birthday or your last four or something complicated with symbols, eight, at least seven or eight characters. But anyway, keep just, I don't know, check your system. This one, oh, man, this one, I I was surprised about this one. Did you, did you give me this or did that? I? I, I can't remember. Catholic Archbishop at Rusophile, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, at this meeting warned Soros, Gates, Schwab plotting global coup d'etat. Uh, he also said the elites worked to prevent former President Trump from being declared president again. So this is from Just the News by Madeline Hubbard, March 19th. But this guy, Catholic Archbishop Carlo Mario, Mar, Carlo Maria viaggiano warned at a pro-Russian meeting that Democrat Mega donor George Soros, World Economic Forum founder Klaus Schwab, and Microsoft loser Bill Gates have perpetrated a real world coup d'etat for their actions during the COVID 19 pandemic followed by the war in Ukraine. So, this uh, bishop, I uh, was kind of surprised that he came out and said what he said. So, you check that out. You know,
1: that I'll say this say what you want about Trump. Love him, hate him, I don't care. One undisputable fact is the globalist elite are terrified of this man for some reason. And just look at the lengths that they have gone through and the lengths they continue to go to, to stop this man. Uh, from being in office by any means necessary, uh, you have to give that some thought. What is it about this man that ruffles their feathers to this to this uh, extent? Uh, and there's no other political figure in in American history or world history, for that matter, that has had these people so on edge and worked up at any point and that is something that is just incredible to me okay. and
0: TDS is, uh, is real <laughs> Trump arrangement syndrome is yeah. real um, this is the last one that we're going to do today it's from the Defender so March 20th smart masks for cows
1: before you go any further, <laughs> guess who is behind this yeah <laughs> I just read his name.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Gates invests $4.7 million in data collecting faceware for livestock. This is by Dr. Suzanne Burdick. Again, from The Defender. ZILP, which stands for Zero Emissions Livestock Project. <laughs> Claims its artificial intelligence mask technology for livestock will reduce methane emissions. Considered to be a main greenhouse gas and curb climate change. Cows and other ruminant animal, animals emit methane in the process of digesting their food. The mask goes around the cow's head and captures the methane gas exhaled by the animal oxidizing it and then releasing it into the air as carbon dioxide. And water vapor, according to Zelp. This is a quote Our AI is trained to detect heat, flag welfare conditions, and identify the most efficient animals with a high level of accuracy.
1: Efficient animals. What does that even mean? Close quote. (laughs) So, for those of you out there that are really sharp,
0: you'll already recognize how. This could be applied to humans. Uh, let's see. This, uh, there's some critics. One of them is Howard Vlieger. He's a third-gen farmer. He said the venture is illogical and driven by greed.
1: I'm going to come up with a shoe that saves the planet. You could probably get funding for it. And get funding for it. Watch. (laughs) That's a good way to
0: get some money from Gates. Make up some kind of phony organization and tell them what
1: you're doing. The more you walk in it, the more it replenishes the earth. Yeah. Trademark. (laughs) So, Vlieger goes on to say, this
0: is what you would get when you combine greed and stupidity.
1: Or just stupidity. Yeah. (laughs)
0: ZELP, which collaborates with the agricultural giant Cargill, makes its money by leasing the smart masks out to farmers and by selling carbon offset credits. Now, where have we heard that before? (laughs) Credits for carbon emissions from China. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Smart masks for cows aren't the first money-making tech... Gates has attempted to apply to a natural problem. Last year the billionaire partnered with Samsung in an attempt to make a toilet that would turn human feces into ash.
1: You know, I, I can't blame the companies for coming up with these ideas if these people like Gates are foolish enough to put millions of dollars into it. I don't blame them. I really don't. I really, really don't that that's I think that's a logical thing to do really Um, I got some swamp land for sale hit me up
0: (laughs) Gates recently claimed his genetically altered seeds were necessary for solving world hunger because climate change alters growing conditions there's a lot more to this article I'm just hitting the highlights so Vlieger has said he says the same thing that I've always said and this is a quote from Vlieger when the settlers worked their way across the plains there were millions of buffalo if ruminant animals were the problem why didn't we have climate change problems then so like I've said before there was more animals more people because their families had more children and there was no climate change problems but now Suddenly, there are. Techno techno fixes like ZELP's smart masks ignore the issue of where and how the animals graze. So it goes on to talk about uh, different types of grazing. Basically about just kind of letting things be the way they are and not interfering with God's plan. Of, This is what cows do. They eat. Uh, Vlieger said Zelp's smart mask would generate electromagnetic radiation that could harm the animals. So they could get a tumor. And there's a blogger and her name is Tessa Tessa Lena. She says that smart facewear is also useful to the totalitarian types in the government. And a treasure trove of yummy new oil biometric data for the, deli- for the delight of all fascists. I mean,
1: uh, they don't want you eating meat anyway, so there's no no love lost there if they take out, you know, a couple <coughs> hundred thousand heads of cattle. Meanwhile, in Britain, you have to uh, register your chickens. <laughs> okay.
0: Wow. So, anyway, um, it's getting crazier and crazier every day. So, keep grounded. Keep yourself grounded. Grounded in the Word. Grounded in the relationship with God. uh, Because that's the only anchor of sanity that currently exists. Yes, sir. Thanks for watching, and thanks for spreading the Word. Until next time, stay safe. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Greg and Dave Show. Hey, welcome to the Greg and Dave Show. I'm Greg. Dave's still not here, but he's always watching. Right. Welcome to the Greg and Dave Show. Hi there. Mm-hmm.